Welcome to Fans Assemble, where we come together to talk about all the things we fan over, like comic books, movies, sports, or anything else that we love. We hope you enjoy the show. Due to popular demand somehow, we have brought <laughs> over our very requested guest of Ray. Hello, hello. You may know him from our amazing two-part series where we talk about Batman and his bat nipples, if I'm allowed to say that, and uh, everything Batman. So please check that out if you haven't. It's really good. We may win a, a award for that. So we brought him back to talk about the highest grossing movie of 2022, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yes. So... We're going to talk, um, we're going to first give you a little bit of a review. Hopefully, we'll try our best not to spoil anything about the movie. Just what we liked, what we didn't like, uh, all that jazz. So, so let's go over, uh, what did you think of the movie, Ray? And then we'll kind of just, like, uh, did you like it? Did you not like it? Your, your rating number, maybe, and then we'll go from there. Uh, I loved it. Uh, probably 9 out of 10 for me, I would say. Oh, very strong then. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I have mine um, similar, but to be safe, I'm going to say like a really strong 8 out of 10. Okay. Something like that. Because there was one part of the movie, maybe I'm being like a, a little bit of like a nitpick where I kind of was like, okay, I don't need this part. It, it was towards the end. Mm-hmm. There's a, I'll, I'll give you a hint. There's a lot of snow involved. Yeah. But that was like just me being kind of like a nitpick because the movie was just. I did you feel like the movie like every second I was like, wow, this is something to really enjoy. It, it was like nonstop action, pretty much. You know, it was just like one hit after the other. I feel like it wasn't. There was nothing. It didn't slow down too much. Um, I feel like the pacing was great. Yeah, I never thought that there was like a like a boring moment, but every moment it did feel entertaining somehow. Yeah. Like, it was either action or... I thought the dialogue in the movie was kind of underrated a little bit. People are saying... I mean, I, I've seen some reviews saying it was... um, Like, the writing wasn't good. The dialogue wasn't good. I think it was it was really good, actually. I think the dialogue between um, uh, Doctor Strange and Christine, Rachel McAdams... Yeah. That stuff I like. like the whole... Mm-hmm. They try to... Uh, like they compare different, like kind of like uh, they bring back stuff from like the first movie and events yeah. from Avengers. Yeah, I saw some. I saw some reviews saying it really didn't feel like a Doctor Strange sequel. I think, I think it was the opposite. I think it felt a lot like a Doctor Strange sequel. Yeah, I was a little. I we talked about it after I watched it. I was a little afraid it wasn't gonna be like a Doctor Strange sequel, especially but, given all the rumors and. The... I don't because then it feels like oh, it's just another. It's gonna be another like just like a mar more like a Marvel movie than and it just has Doctor Strange in most scenes. But I did think they brought yeah. back a good amount of uh like some of the themes of the first movie. Yeah. What what did you um what did you think about the, some of the cameos that appear? Don't, we're not gonna talk about who made a cameo, but how they used them. Did you like it? Did you not like it? I think it was a perfect amount. It wasn't too much. It wasn't. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't the central focus of the movie. That's what I was worried about. 
Yeah, like all the rumors we heard, it felt like all those cameos were possibly going to be like main character, like big parts in the movies, like main characters. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people were expecting maybe because of like a spoiler, if you haven't watched it, Spider-Man, yeah, no Way Home, they do have a good amount of uh, the cameo, mm-hmm. what you would consider the cameos to be surrounding the movie. But this, this, yeah, this movie it wasn't like that. They weren't really the central point of the movie. Yeah, it was just kind of like a cool, like wink to the fans. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think honestly, I think fan expectations are a little too high now, going into the future of the MCU. You know. Yeah, like, there's all these rumors that start, and I think if this movie, let's say, it came about like eight years ago, I think <laughs> fan expectation wouldn't even be like a fact. No. Like, phase one and two of the MCU, no one really expected cameos, you know? But I feel like going into, like, especially now the multiverse storyline, people's mm-hmm. expectations are, like, wild, <laughs> basically. Uh, I'm kind of curious because we've had Doctor Strange, right? And then Spider-Man was the one before. Yeah. Loki. We've had, like, two movies in a row where we talk about, like, the multiverse. Yeah. I'm wondering how it's going to feel when everybody gets the Thor because I don't expect like anything. Yeah, no I don't see I don't see any big cameos in that movie. Yeah, I just expect like a good movie. I'm I'm very excited yeah. for it, but Yeah. It's not going to be like, "Oh, this guy's going to be, oh, this guy's going to be in there." Like I'm not expecting any of that. But... No. I don't, you know there's not a lot of rumors out there like, "Oh, yeah, to- Toby's gonna show up or something." You know? Like uh, five variations of the Guardians of the Galaxy or something. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I'm I hope that uh that doesn't dissuade people because it like you said, right? The expectations is either everybody is worried about too much stuff mm-hmm. or everybody's um th- they're like they don't have enough. It's like no middle. I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like the multiverse thing's gonna kinda slow down, I think, for now. You know, at least yeah. at least next year, so I was a little afraid that because we had we have two movies in a row, like oh, this will be like all of Phase Four. You know what I mean, but thankfully with uh, cameos, and... <laughs> yeah, like oh, it's just gonna be about like us doing throwbacks. I mean, it's cool, it, you know, it's, it's it's cool, but at the same time, you don't want too much of the fan service. I feel and that's what I thought made the Marvel movies great in the beginning, right? It's just yeah. everything standalone was very good, man. Yeah. They, Thankfully, this one did not fall victim to what we were no, afraid. Not at all. Yeah. Almost, you know, I know it's, it's a whole other franchise, but Mandalorian season two kind of had that problem. I don't know if you watched that yet, but um, the fans. Mandalorian? Was, yeah. I feel like Star Wars. I thought you going to say uh, Boba Fett. And Boba Fett, yeah, both of them. I'll be honest, though, like uh, Boba Fett, I, I wasn't a big fan of the series in general. Yeah, and the only parts I did like was the was a fan service. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, this is the. Goal. I know, but I feel like that's the problem with fan service is that now people, if there's no fan service, no cameos, and I feel like people don't like it as much, you know. Yeah, it just kind of like overwrites this. It's like, like oh, we're we're doing bad. We'll just like stick in this character. And yeah, we're everybody just random, about random character, but I, luckily that's not what happened with No Way Home, you know. Yeah, and I think I'm Doctor Strange. You know, they they kind of made it work. It wasn't just. Mm-hmm. I don't know where, at least you know, wasn't didn't feel too much like fan service, more like an actual integral 
plot point, you know? Yeah, I thought you said it best. It's like um, they use those cameos as more like a tool for Doctor yeah. Strange's story. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't half the movie wasn't with those characters, you know, it was just this, you know, it was maybe what, like a 10, 15 minute scene and then it was straight to, you know, the next next story. Mm-hmm. So. I, it was like a perfect balance of like what Marvel is now, right? In, like an intimate story. Yeah. The, the stakes are getting higher. You know, a little bit of a, a wink to the fans, of course, yeah. like with the cameos. I mean, you look at you look at some of these Disney Plus shows, MCU shows. People expect all these cameos, even in those too. You know. Yeah. Did you um, watch What If? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How much of it do you think came into play in this one? Honestly, not that much. Not really that that much. That's why I thought. I thought because all these trailers and stuff, and then people were like doing like a like a screenshot with a compare and contrast the two, the two of them. Yeah. But I just think they're kind of trying to make like a good story, which that's all we hope for. Honestly, it was just more like a fun movie. It wasn't really all that important, I guess, for the future of the MCU. It was kind of just, I don't know. It was a very, it was just like a fun movie, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think, for the MCU and the way that it will be important is Doctor Strange himself, the character. Like he's yeah, it, it wasn't end, setting up. It wasn't setting up the whole, the greater MCU, but more of Doctor Strange's future in the MCU. Yeah, like he's uh, he's you know getting better. He's yeah. leveling up, mm-hmm. and I think right, he's going to be an important character in the the future. So that's why I think yeah, and a little bit of his supporting cast, I'm sure will. Uh, hasn't been affected as well, but nothing like, oh, this, uh, another Thanos is coming or something like that. Yeah, no, n- nothing like that just yet, which is good, I think, because I don't want them to rush. I mean, Phase 4 only started, what, three movies ago? So, yeah, I don't think they should rush it too much, you know? Yeah, especially because it felt like, um, and I think they know, well, like, those two Avenger movies come out and they were building so much into it. Yeah. Like, everybody was, like, holding their breath, and it was, like, a big explosion. It's kind of mm-hmm. like you want to rest a little bit. Yeah. So that's what I think they're trying to do. I, I don't think they could keep going, like, endgame level for the next 10 years, you know? You have to, you have to slow it down a little. Yeah, it, it becomes, like, not special anymore, right? Yeah. It, if every movie was, like, a big Avengers level, like, cameos, and I feel like it wouldn't be as strong of a... You know, going forward, it wouldn't be as strong. And one thing I, I, I liked was... um. Like they talked a lot about uh, like the uh, the events of Endgame, and I did think there were some moments they could have like, like with the cameos, they could have ruined some things. Yeah, with Endgame, but they didn't. They kind of like they they understand how important and big that was. That was my that's my worry with the, with the whole like um, multiverse thing is that it was gonna kind of make the last three phases kind of like obsolete. But now, no, I think. Maybe more important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another problem I think is that the, the multiverse they have. You know, each each new multiverse movie feels like they haven't really combined or connected all of them to yet. You know, that's kind of my concern going forward with the MCU. Yeah. I don't even mean like all of a sudden they bring over um, like whoa, what is the ninety Spider Man doing here or something? Yeah. And you don't. Like, you go ahead. Sorry. No, like, like No Way Home doesn't really tie into the sequel as much as I thought it was going to. 
Mm-hmm. Like, there was just like a small, no spoilers really, but there was just like a small mention like about what happened. That was it. Like, I honestly thought it was going to play a bigger role, but it kind of Me didn't. too. I like, thought it was going to like kickstart whatever yeah, happened like, to Doctor Strange. Like, the, the trailer almost made it seem like Doctor Strange was going to be in trouble somehow. And like, because of that, he was going to have to fix the multiverse, you know. But if like, it was like, no spoilers, that was kind of like farther from the truth, honestly. Like, how it even played out, yeah. Like, I was because I, I see what you mean from my perspective. I was worried about that as well, but for like maybe a different reason, like Spider Man. That I think we're, we're you and I are on the same page, right? Spider Man, that's his problem. Yeah, I don't want him his problem creating like an Avengers level threat. No, it's true. Yeah, yeah, that's why I thought. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, I have one last uh, rating thing. Okay. Do you do you have any uh, last thoughts? Um, I like the support. Was, I don't think we mentioned the supporting cast yet, but I think it was really good. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I well, thought um, this is not a spoiler because she was yeah. in the interviews. But yeah. uh, Elizabeth Olsen, I thought I think this was her best outing. Uh, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I always liked the idea of Wanda in like other movies, and then I really liked her in WandaVision. But this one, I think, was the first one I was like, "Wow, I really enjoy the character." Yeah, and it's funny because it was Sam Ra- Sam Raimi who nailed the character, even though you know it's kind of funny. Watch what you say, Ray. <laughs> uh, what do you, of course, uh, Wong, always great. Oh, yeah, I was going to say Wong. Always, yeah. you know. I, I was just glad he got a bigger role. I feel like sometimes, like, even in Doctor Strange 1, he didn't seem like that big of a role. Yeah, until the end, right? Yeah. Like, if you show somebody the first half of Doctor Strange, you don't think this guy's going to be a big part. I mean, and, and like he's made some appearances in the last few movies, like just like here and there, but now, now at least he was actually given some time to shine, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Action-wise, as well, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, America Chavez. What do you think of her? Good. I like. I like how I like their introduction, and um, I'm curious to see where they go from here. Young Avengers, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I feel like she'll probably be connected with him for a while, Doctor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the beginning of how they did it because, like, you know, every superhero movie, there always seems to be like, oh, there's a young kid who yeah. needs to connect. But this one, it just felt like, bam, we're ready. We're going into the action. Yeah. And we didn't have to go through, like, oh, you know, we're, we're the same. We're not the same. And they didn't, they didn't focus too much on her backstory either. Like, you know, sometimes they do that. Yeah, they just like gave them much. enough. Yeah, it was just enough to actually set the events of the movie instead of having it to be like, you know, like a boring 15 minute. <laughs> yeah, like this is America Chavez Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's I, I actually, um, now that I'm glad you brought up the supporting cast thing, because now I think about, I think this was like the best villain maybe like in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I felt like, okay, I, I feel bad. Mm-hmm. I feel some sympathy. Yeah, and then uh, the acting was very good, and then physic like one thing I kind of um get lost with like superhero movies, except for maybe like the Batman most recently, mm-hmm. is I never feel like the villain is that threatening. A lot of movies have that problem. I feel yeah, 
But this one, I felt like, like she's like, uh, you know, the villain's like a thread and all this. Like, you really felt like uh, Dr. Strange had his hands full. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we could talk about Sam Raimi. Um, you know, it was good that he injected his own style into the movie. Yeah, it felt um, unique. It, felt it was definitely unique. It was very different from all the yeah. other movies, which is good. Uh, I think I think they need they need new, new like you know like different kind of directors now. I feel like this is where the MCU should keep going mm-hmm. because I feel like I don't know. I feel like Phase Three started kind of feeling seamy after a while, you know. Yeah, like it was always um, some kind of pop culture reference. Yeah, with some cool action and like a little like, bit like no hate on like James Gunn and like Taika Waititi and stuff, but like I feel like their directing styles are kind of like the same. I think even like, even like the Russo brothers too, like like injecting a lot of humor and a lot of like I don't know. I just feel like it was starting to get a little stale. Yeah, I think um, James Gunn. It's kind of like he did too good of a job. I feel, and then like they kind of like try to mimic that a little. Yeah, yeah, like because Guardians, right? Like who would have thought Guardians would be so successful? And then yeah. they're like, oh, I'll just keep making like this, and I'll turn like everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, from like garbage to gold or something. Even like you know, like like Ant Man and the Wasp kind of had that, like comedy. Well, Ant Man, Ant Man One was a comedy too, but yeah, you know, it was it was nice to get like a little more serious. The, not I, dark, not like the Batman dark or you know, like Joker dark, but darker for the MCU at least. There was an aspect of the movie that I felt had some like, out. It's not. It's nowhere near of being like a. Like a psychological movie, no. But I thought thriller, yeah. It had some aspects, like with Doctor Strange questioning himself. Yeah, that I thought was very good. And it was there was a lot of. I mean, I see reviews saying it was like I feel like the horror wasn't like that scary. Honestly, like yeah, because remember before they started filming, they said this is going to be this is like a horror movie. Yeah, I was was gonna I was gonna say we should bring that up later. How like. What, what what like what was the movie supposed to be originally? You know, it would, it would be kind of interesting to know. Like we really we really won't know, like how mm. it was supposed to play out. But I mean, I I want... if you feel some of that horror still, but it wasn't like too much. It's like, like a hit or like a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, like some of you were saying it was a full blown horror movie. I was like, nah. Nah, I, mean, I would have shown way more. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely gory. Not... I can say that. Yeah, it's it not gory. Like... The other Marvel movies, yeah. No, there was definitely a lot more. Like they, they definitely were pushing the rating. That's for sure. Yeah, like the violence was up. I think that's the best way to say it. Yeah, it wasn't like jump scares after jump scare. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not. It didn't even like the violence itself. Like Deadpool two, like, like that. That yeah. will never. That's not even close. No, but like more than usual for the MCU. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Because you always think family movie with Marvel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, it was still, I mean, it's still something that could be for everyone of all ages, but there were some adult, you know, themes and stuff. Yeah, it's like three or four moments of like yeah. the whole movie. And, and it happened very quick, in my opinion. Yeah. So, I, I like what you said, though, about the director, because the direction of the movies, because I felt like the first phase, like the phase one Marvel movies, they did a great job of like Thor is like Norse mythology, but with like a superhero. Yeah. 
Captain America is, you know, like historic almost. Mm-hmm. Iron Man was like tech thriller. Yeah. I, I kind of want to see them go back to that a little bit. And then have it all kind of meet up in the middle. Yeah, because the special things about how crazy it gets with all of them together, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Shang-Chi actually underratedly did a good job in that. Yeah, it was a... I feel like... I mean, we could do a whole thing about Shang-Chi, but... I feel like the ending... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the ending kind of fell, fell into the basic formula, but I feel like the first half, it's like the middle was definitely unique feeling. Yeah, like, I felt... I was watching like a like sort of like a kung fu martial art tale. Yeah, but then by the end with the dragons and stuff, kind of yeah, lost like, oh, me a little. We got, we got back to the Marvel. Thing. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the CGI fights and stuff. Yeah, like I like the intimacy of the story with like the his dad, and it's, it's yeah. kind of like basic like kung fu movie, but mm-hmm. they still made it like somewhat different with the traveling and the ability, a little bit of the abilities, but. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, well, like the tone shift. Luckily this Doctor Strange too, definitely um even though there was like I feel like this the CGI wasn't too bad and it wasn't like it was obviously like Doctor Strange needs to have like a mystical aspect to it. So mm-hmm. obviously that was on full full show again. Just like Doctor Strange one. It towards the end I was uh like the I don't even call it like the final fight. Yeah. You know, like the appearance of of a certain main character. Mm-hmm. I was kind of when I heard that, like you know, the, before the scene, and then he was like, "I'm going to do this." I was kind of worried because I'm like, "Oh man, we're going to be looking at this." Yeah, and hopefully it looks good. Like it looks like realistic because this is like you know the scene that everybody will remember. Yeah, but they did a good job. I I thought. Did you? I, I do. I do feel like the final act did did feel a little rushed. I don't know about you if you felt like that. It didn't feel like um. It didn't feel as long as other movies. I think. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the middle was definitely the strongest part of the movie. Yeah, I think so as well. When they uh, yeah, I'm not gonna say I'm yeah, no scores, spoilers, but, but yeah, yeah, but the, the middle chunk. Yeah, you're I'm right. not gonna say that the ending didn't fall flat, but I feel like it did. It did kind of. Wrap it wasn't up to the par of the other one, the middle. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I just think it's because the middle was so high. Yeah. Like, it was like, how do you end it, you know? Yeah, that's I, that's something I thought um, Spider-Man No Way Home did really well. Maybe it's just because, like, the plot thing. But yeah. it's like the middle, we, the beginning, we meet all these different villains. Mm-hmm. Then the middle, we meet these different Spider-Men. And then I was kind of like, oh, the, the, the end is going to be, like, okay, because they're probably not going to be in it. Yeah. But then I thought the end did a good job of here's, like, a new status quo, something new to look at for you. Mm-hmm. I, also think, I think maybe because Doctor Strange too, like I said, it was like nonstop, almost like nonstop action. Not action, like fight scenes, but like nonstop. Something like, news happening. Like it just kept going and going. Like there wasn't really, it didn't really slow down, which is mm-hmm. why I kind of felt like it was. It felt like a short movie, honestly. It, did, it didn't, it didn't drag on. Didn't. Like, yeah, there was no point in my, uh, and the people I went with, they're very notorious for looking at their watch sometimes, <laughs> and they never did so. It's yeah. a testament, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's how we thought about the movies, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, hopefully, Ray and I will, we will record a spoiler discussion. Yes. Where we just get down and dirty 
Nothing is safe from us, as always. Mm-hmm. So uh, thank you all for listening. And we'll see you all next time. Yes. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like what you were listening to, please subscribe to Fans Assemble. And if you can, please give us a rating. Do it for the audio world. They need you. Thank you.